If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside Podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day to day routine, there's something for everyone. Oh no! You swallowed something that shouldn't be in your mouth or end up in your stomach. And you heard some buzzing around you before opening your mouth to take a casual sip of juice. It wasn't a wasp, although it looked similar. It's some bigger relative of a wasp, that's for sure. Hornets are up to 2.2 inches long. Not easy to swallow, but still possible. They've got two wings, antennae, six legs, and big dark eyes. They're multicolored, but the majority of hornets have black and brownish red bodies with yellow or white stripes. Hornets are part of the wasp family, but bigger and wider than a common wasp. Just like their cousins, they have a pointy stinger at the end of their body, smooth enough so it doesn't fall out after stinging. It's linked to a gland where the venom is. Males tend to be aggressive toward intruders, but only female hornets will actually sting you. It's definitely more uncomfortable. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. We need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. When a hornet stings you than when a wasp does. A hornet sting gives out less venom than a bee sting. But you'll feel it more when a hornet stings you, because its venom contains more of a chemical, acetylcholine, which is the reason for discomfort. A hornet probably approached you because it was a nice sunny day, perfect weather for them to wander around, and because of the food that you brought to a picnic. Maybe there was a nest nearby. Hornets are less aggressive, so they're not into chasing after you to sting. But if it ends up in your mouth, it'll feel scared and provoked, so it'll try to find its way out and defend itself in any way it can. Similarly, it'll become more aggressive and try to protect its nest if you come too close and it sees you as a threat. If a hornet stings you in your throat or mouth, the impact spot and the surrounding area will probably swell up. It can block your airway, which means the situation can get very, very bad, especially if you're allergic to it. And if that same hornet somehow makes it all the way to your stomach and survives, well, your stomach is full of enzymes and acids that break down the food you eat. Don't underestimate it. That acid is a watery, colorless fluid that can dissolve some pretty strong materials, such as bones and metals, or even other organs in your body. With this in mind, this hornet would have a really tough time staying alive down there. But if it somehow did survive the acid and managed to sting you, your durable and thick stomach lining would likely protect you from any damage. And the hornet wouldn't even have time to try to sting you once again due to the acid. There's almost no chance of this happening to you, but even if it somehow does, it would be in the warm weather because hornets are not active during the winter. When it gets colder outside, the only thing you can find is their abandoned nests. New young queens are the only hornets in the hive that survive, together with their eggs. They protect the eggs in relatively safe areas, such as inside human dwellings or under tree bark. Hornets are social insects that chew wood and turn it into a papery construction pulp. 
That's how they construct hives. They mature from eggs in the safety of their community hive. Queens are in charge of the hives, and they're the only members that reproduce. Other females work on community duties, like gathering food, building the hive, protecting the whole colony, and feeding the young. Life starts for them in the spring, when the queen's young grow up into workers that take over the chores around the hive. Hornets feed on tree sap, but they're also quite tricky predators that go after bees, flies, and other insects. They prefer to nest in locations that are relatively high above the ground, such as treetops or roofs. That's more private and secure for them to maintain their peaceful life. If some of them decide to nest in the ground, they'll look for abandoned areas such as fields or burrows, hoping no one will disturb them there. They only use their nest once. They don't go back and reuse it from year to year. The queens rest and hibernate elsewhere until they choose a new hive location in the spring. Bees are distant cousins of wasps and hornets. They evolved from ancient predatory wasps, but their family tree separated more than 100 million years ago. Those ancient wasps were really similar to bees. They collected food for their offspring and built and defended their nests whenever it was necessary. Bees are not predators. They're vegetarians that mostly feed on flowers. But their ancestors were more like today's wasps, carnivorous. They used to sting and paralyze other insects and would bring them back for a feast in the nest. The solitary wasps also use their stinger to make predators leave them alone, while social bees and wasps use it to defend their nests. Sometimes bees will sting other bees if they see them as potential danger. When keeping their hives safe from outsiders, some bees will act like guards that stay by the entrance and sniff every bee that tries to get inside. If they sense it's a bee that came from another hive to steal some of their nectar, the guard will bite the intruder and even sting it if necessary. Bees are generally less aggressive than wasps, not only because of their peaceful, non-predatory nature. They won't survive after they sting you, so they'll use that move only if they feel like there's really nothing else left to do to defend themselves or their nest. Bees have barbs on their stingers, and they lose them after they sting. A bee won't survive that because it has to self-amputate the stinger after it punctures human skin. And when it does that, a bee loses some important muscles, digestive material, glands, and a venom sac. It's left with a gaping hole at the end of its abdomen. A bee could technically survive after stinging someone, but mammal skin is too fibrous. So it doesn't release the stinger, which bees drive as deep as possible. So when a bee tries to escape, it's already too late. Some honeybees can survive that though, and can sting you multiple times. They are the queen bees. They will rarely leave their nest, but you never know. The queen can live up to five years, and at the peak of its strength, it can lay up to 2,000 eggs per day. Yep, honeybees are pretty cool. They have five eyes, two in front and three on the top of their head. They even have hair on their eyes. These hairs help them to determine flight speed and wind direction to navigate. They're really great at it. Imagine traveling across some country without a rail and road network. <laughs> Impossible, but not for bees. They have bee lines, some insect pathways that run through our towns and the countryside. Bee lines create an imaginative and beautiful network that links wildlife areas together, similar to human railways. They also use the position of the sun while navigating. Plus, they can probably sense the Earth's magnetic field too. Also, they have eyes that are not only hairy, but also sensitive to polarized light. This light penetrates even through pretty thick clouds. 
which is why bees can see the sun, even if we can't. They have four wings, the two on each side hooked together, forming one bigger pair when flying, and then unhook when they're not in the air. Bees are also pretty good dancers. This is the way they communicate with each other. They have two types of dance, the round and the waggle dance. When they go with the round dance, they're sending the message that food is nearby. And when they do waggling, it means their food is farther away. They live in various locations, sand dunes, soft cliffs, wetlands, chalk grasslands, marshes, heathlands, and seawalls. Bees buzz when they fly because they don't flap their wings directly. Their flight muscles pull on the springy thorax wall and then make it ping in and out. Bees have specific muscles they are able to contract multiple times from just one nerve impulse. Because of all this, a bee beats its wings at approximately 200 hertz, or 200 times per second. And that's what we hear and perceive as a buzzing tone. They also produce that tone when they're not flying, but just want to grab some pollen from a flower and shake it onto their body. Bumblebees have smelly feet. They will leave an imprint of their foot odor on flowers they land at. The smell is so strong that some other bumblebee can detect it even 24 hours later. And that's what bumblebees do. They use their smelly footprints to distinguish scents and tell between their own scent, the smell of some stranger, or maybe of some of their relatives. This means they can be more successful in finding food because they can avoid flowers some other insect has already visited.